Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk <coughs> Recorded live. <coughs> Yo, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I straight. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I need you to do me a favor and introduce yourself, let folks know who you are and what you do. Okay, Captain. Uh, hey, guys, my name is Tim Black, a.k.a. Tim the Bartender, man. I'm a vlogger. I consider myself sort of like, uh, when I describe it, I tell people I'm like uh, the guy from, it's like John Stewart from The Daily Show, but uh, like the black version. I get into it. I speak bluntly and plainly, brashly about all things that are happening in pop culture, news, and just try to make it funny but real. So that's what I do. Okay. How long you been doing that? Uh, it's coming up near nearly two years now. Yeah. And uh, it's been a it's been a crazy ride, bro. It's been a crazy ride, hater. <laughs> yeah, I actually listened to uh, your latest podcast. Oh, I don't know if it's the latest one, but the one I listened to, you were talking about going to the Doctor Phil show and all that other shit. So, Phil, folks, you know what's going on with that? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. Well, what happened was, I did a video back in like November about a, I'm, you may be familiar with this. It was a woman in Arizona, a sister, who left her children in a hot car. She went on the job interview. Mm-hmm. Um, when she came back from the job interview, the, the popo was sitting at her vehicle, had her children. And this became a big, a big news issue because she said, you know, I'm homeless. I'm, trying, I'm here at a job interview trying to get my family off the streets. It's me and my two children. They locked her up. So they locked her up. People became aware of it. A woman by the name of Amanda Bishop noticed it, and she created a GoFundMe page. Then the media grabbed hold of it. Next thing I knew, it was everywhere. So I did a video, a support video for the lady, because I thought instead of locking this woman up, maybe we should give her some support. Maybe, you know, Arizona specifically, they should be focusing on, you know, helping, helping these single moms be able to, you know, have daycare. Because that, to me, was the issue. So they raised over a hundred grand for this woman. Um, then it came out a few months later that she didn't do with the money what she was directed to do in order to forego sentencing. Right. So the deal was the judge said, "Look, we'll drop the charges if you take of this hundred grand, you take and put sixty of it in a trust for your children's education. You keep the rest." We'll drop the charges. It's like it never happened. She she refused to do it, bro. <laughs> hey, that she said. I don't, she said this is my money. I don't want to give you. I don't want to put sixty grand in the trust for my kids. I should be able to do what I want to do with it. They said if that's when we had a deal. If you go back on this deal, we're gonna take away our deal on our end. And she did. So I got pissed. I went and did a video about it. I was highly critical. Highly critical of her not wanting to put the money in the trust. The court even negotiated, said, "Okay, go ahead and put forty grand in the trust. Keep sixty. She refused to do that, bro. She wanted. She said, "I, I, 
I, she said, I, I'll do 35, but I can't do 40. Now, remember, remember, haters, this is free money. This is money from people that donated. But, yo, I mean, what's worse than that is she's negotiating her kid's future, though. I'm like, yo, I can do 35, but I can't do 40. Right, right, right. Remember, this is for them. The money that the money that was collected was for her and her children so they could get off the street. The money was not for her. She a 40-year-old woman. We're not helping you. We're helping your kids, which were a six-month-old and a two-year-old. We want to help the kids. And now you're telling us the money that we gave to help your kids, you don't feel that you should have to help your kids with the money. You should be able to do whatever you want to do with the money. So, bro, yeah. So, Hater, when I made that video, hey, I went in, sir. You hear me? Bro, I went in. I, I, tore, I tore her a new asshole. I fucked her up, son. I, I did that. That video, it got me on the front page of Reddit. I was like, what? Because I started getting all these views. I was like, where that's coming from? Man, it hit the front page of Reddit. Um, a, a website called Break.com had it. Right now, it's, it's, it's sitting just under a half a million views right now. It went viral, son. So yeah. at home, yeah, so I'm like, wow, okay. So I, actually, I thought it was going to be better once I saw other outfits picking it up, man. But my language, my language, the first half, I didn't cuss at all. The two minutes, no curse. But the second half, I just went in. It was a four-minute long video. Um, and... What happened after that, dude? I, like, for months, it's sad. Okay, this is November, bro, November 2014. A couple weeks ago, not even a couple weeks ago, I say a week ago, man, I get an email from CBS. And it said, hey, I saw your video. I'm writing from the Dr. Phil show. I'm blah, blah, blah. I saw your video. We really love your passion. We love your emotion. We love what you had to say, your strong opinion. I'd like to know if you want to discuss coming on the show, dude. And that was it, man. That was it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, fam, I went on the show, man. Um, first time on the airplane. Go ahead and laugh, hater. Go ahead and hate. Oh, you one of those type of niggas who never been on a plane before? <laughs> <laughs> never, sir. All I've done is work, sir. That's all I've done is work, man. Right, well, let me ask, let me ask you because I'm always interested by motherfuckers like you. So, were you afraid to fly before that, or you just what was your whole attitude about flying on the plane? Dude, my mom's my mom's always told me that she was always my mom is afraid of of heights. I I'm not afraid of heights, so that was part of it. Like she was putting this shit in my head that you know you know heights, you know planes, whatever. But I never really took time for myself on a leisure trip. I never had to fly for business. And I never really thought about flying on a leisure trip because I was always working. I've always been a contractor somehow. If I didn't work, I didn't get paid. It was always, and then when I did get a full-time permanent where I had vacation, I didn't fly. We drove. We, like, we went to like Myrtle Beach. We went to like New York. We didn't fly to New York. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm what, two and a half hours from New York. You know, I'm in, I'm in Maryland. You know, it's, it's really no reason to really like fly. I never really needed to. Okay, so let me ask you, now that you got on your first flight, you flew to L.A., what was the whole experience like? Is it something you do again? Are you oh. <laughs> Sam, I was Look, Sam, I did well. Like, for real, I didn't kirk out enough. <laughs> I didn't kirk out, you know. So 
I enjoyed it. You know, coming on the way back now, we hit a lot of turbulence to the point where the lady who was sitting in the row next to me, because on the way back, we flew, I flew American, um, U.S. Airlines, and it was in a full flight. So I had a whole row, and the lady across the aisle from me, she had a whole row, and I thought, I said, hey, this is my first time flying. I'm on my return flight. When we got off that plane, before we got off, she said, look, I want you to know, Tim, this was not normal. The turbulence that we had, I've been flying 25 years or so. This is one of the worst landings I've ever had. So don't judge this. Don't judge your flight based on this. And just after she said that, the, the captain came on and said, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to thank you for flying you, you know, U.S. Airlines. Uh, we want to apologize for the turbulence. It was very, you know, and, he, and she, he pretty much confirmed. So basically what I'm saying, hey, there is I'm good with it. I, I withstood that. I didn't pee on myself or nothing. So I'm good. <laughs> Yo, so let's examine that because I like to examine motherfuckers. Like I don't, you know, we don't know you, so we don't know your situation. But you did mention that you have always been like a contractor type of dude. If you didn't work, you didn't get paid, which is totally understandable. But let me say, have you ever thought about like wanting to chill out and take a break and enjoy life and enjoy yourself? Have you had that thought before? And if not, then is that something you think you could do moving forward? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you? Okay, okay, because my, 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 my mic cord came out. I put it back in. Dude, I always want – I've had people tell me, man, hey, they say, look, you need to be focused more on doing shit you want to do. Stop working so hard, you know. Um, so I always, in my mind, said, you know what, I'm going to get to this. But it just happened at this time, man. It just, it just became an opportunity now. It made sense. I mean, I'm trying to build a business. I'm trying to build a brand. Um, my hair's been down the last two years focuses, focusing on work exclusively for myself. Um, so really, that was not in the cards for me to do it lately until this opportunity. And, well, hey, look, what better opportunity to fly than when someone else is paying for it? Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look, no stops. No stops. No layovers. People was like, what? <laughs> you got a five-hour straight flight? They're like, oh, you lucky, son. You lucky. Nah, no doubt. And here's the thing, too. Let me ask you this, because it's my belief that niggas in general want to be famous. I, I think people I think people want to be famous, but I think niggas specifically want to be famous. I mean, you look at all the shit that black people do just to be noticed. You know, they got fancy rims on your car. You bump your music driving down the streets because you want other niggas to be jealous and you want the bitches to look. So it's my belief that niggas in specific want to be fucking famous. And I think you just one of those niggas. You think I want to be famous? Dude, I want to be rich, son. I think the whole world wants to be famous, though. Everybody wants to be famous. That ain't, that ain't just a nigga thing. That ain't a black thing. That's a, that's a people thing. We all want other people to admire us. We want to be admired. It's not really, I, I don't think it's the fame, it's the admiration. People want to be, they want to confirm. They either want an affirmation or they want a confirmation. You know what I'm saying? And mm. if you give that, that's how I'm a good life. I'm a people person. You know what I'm saying? I'm an extrovert. I can go out talk to anybody anywhere. I got footage. Like when I was in L.A., I was interviewing dudes, interviewing dudes on the street. I ain't know. Just walk up, yo, and put them on camera and, and see what they're doing, just like you're doing now. You know, um, mm. they want to feel, feel like, you know, I made them feel like they're somebody, like, like their opinion matters. Like, let me get your thoughts. Let me, you know, bring that out of you. So 
I think that's a natural human thing, man, that everybody wants to feel that. And if the more people, the better. You know what I'm saying? The more the more people, the better. So, like, I don't really want, like, my idea for real haters is not to be, like, famous, man. I want to build a network. What I'm doing ain't about me, dog. It's like, and maybe if I'd have done this 20 years ago, you feel me? Like, if I came, if I did it straight out of, like, high school or straight out of, like, when I went to college, I went to, like, community college and shit like that. Like, if I'd have did it then, then maybe. But, like, now, like, dude, I want to build a network, dude. I want I want to diddy it. I want to, you know, I want to finish sending I want to, I want to bring other people in and, and have other reports. I want to have other people on my network. And I right. want to fall back. That's what I want to do. But in order to do that, I got to build the brand first. Nah, I totally understand that, brother. And let me, since you mentioned that, let me ask you, what is it that you want to do? You mentioned you want to build a network like that. Hey, let people know what it is you're looking to build. Yeah, that's what, what I intend to do is take Tim's Take Live, which is my primary YouTube channel. I want to take that and turn that into TTL Media, which is the current group of that. I want to create a media company where we focus on, look, man, the days of people sitting in front of the boob box, the, you know, the dummy box, watching the news being regurgitated to them by old heads is over. When they tell them the Democratic line or the Republican line, I, want, I think now we're at a point where most news is consumed online. Most content is consumed online. We have an opportunity. We can bypass the gatekeeper. Now we can go at people. You feel me? Now we can get the truth. Now I can talk. I don't need to talk to, I don't need to listen to Tom Brokaw tell me what's going on. I can go, if I want to know what's going on with the government, I can talk to somebody in the government. I'm in D.C. right now. You want to know something about D.C.? I'll go down and get the word for you. I can talk to people that work in that Treasury Department. I can talk to people offline who work in the State Department. I don't need us to go through the gatekeepers who have that shit, have it all pressure washed and told the way the government wants it told on whatever, whatever issue. You feel me? If you want to know how D.C. residents feel about having weed legalized, that's my next thing. I'm going to go down to Southeast, son, and I'm going to talk to the people in the street. We don't need that. We don't need people uh, sanitizing the news and depicting it in a certain way to make the sponsors and the special interests happen. We want it for the people, and I think that's the power of social media. So that's what I intend to do. I intend to put people on my team in state. I want people in Missouri that were on the ground. I don't need to listen to Don Lemon. Fuck Don Lemon. I want somebody in Missouri. I, I felt bad that I didn't have a connect in Missouri to shoot to them that was streaming for me, for my network in Missouri, getting it firsthand. I want to know what really happened when, them, when those cops got shot. I want to know, did that look like an inside job to you? Did that look real? What, you know, I don't, I don't want Don Lemon. I don't trust Don Lemon. I don't trust in MSNBC. I don't trust Fox. You feel me? And I think more people are feeling that way. And that's where I come. No doubt. Very well said, brother. I appreciate that. And let me ask you, okay, so now to get on the personal side of shit, like um, what's your situation? You married? You dating? What's things like for you right now sexually? Not the shit like yeah, that. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, man. Um, I'm married, man. I've been married. I'm happily married. All that good shit, man. I haven't told anybody because like, part of my brand with Tim the bartender was like, you know, people like the fantasy, but yeah, man, I'm good, man. I'm not looking for shit. Um, I'm just trying to build and get my money right. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that, that whole that whole area, you know, part of Tim the bartender where I give, like, relationship advice and this and that. If I didn't have a successful thing going, I wouldn't be in that position. So I don't know why people think I'm not 
you know, it, at least involved. <laughs> but, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm good, man. All right, so you mentioned relationship advice, and, you know, I sort of do the relationship conversations, I think, all the time. So, like, okay, yeah. what's something that bothers you as far as relationships go? Like, what's something you may have talked about before that pisses you off? Well, you know, um, well, I'll just tell you one of the posts I made this morning, man, was about telling people up front your intentions. I think the more, I think when you're a younger dude or a younger woman, people tend to hide what they're really in it for. And I think that's where part of the problems come in. I mean, if you're upfront and honest about what you're looking for, if you're not looking for something long-term, be open and honest about it. Be open and honest about it before the clothes come off, before the dude starts spending money, <laughs> before uh, people's feelings start really getting involved. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't think that's going to protect you from the stalker because we know how people are. People believe that they can change your opinion down the line. But at least you'll be able to say, hey, remember when we met? I told you I wasn't looking for shit. Oh, I told you. So at least you can say that when, they, <laughs> when you get your restraining order. I think yeah. the communication, <laughs> honesty is missing from the game. You got to have honesty and integrity with what you do and stand on whatever your word is, your word being your bond, being you male, female, Whatever your situation, man, that's, I think that's what's missing. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think it's important to be honest up front. And if you ain't about shit, even though you may not end up getting any pussy from this chick, it's like you got to let her know. I'm letting you know right now, girl, I ain't about shit. All I want to do is fuck you and go off to, to the next chick. I mean, you probably ain't going to get no pussy from her, but at least you're being upfront and honest. And I think some people will respect that, and you might get some pity pussy. You never know. That's true. That's true. And, you know, it doesn't have to be that blunt. It don't have to be that blunt. It could be like, look, I'm just looking for friends. I'll be your friend. That's it. We could be friends. We could hook up every once in a while, blah, blah, blah. I think it's the way you formulate it can make it more attractive. But as long as they know at the end of that, look, no, nah, I'm not spending the night. No, you're not spending the night. No, nah, we're not moving in together. No, I'm not looking for a living. None of this. I'm not paying no bills for you. I mean, these things you have to you have to put out there. And believe it or not, the more real that you are, it depends on who you're dealing with. Some women are seriously attracted to that. Oh, seriously, brother, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I was bullshitting about the shit I said earlier. Yeah, I was, I was definitely bullshitting about what I said earlier as far as the weight. But trust me, I believe that. Being honest is very important, and women do appreciate that shit. You will get some pussy for being honest. Yeah, definitely. I think you get more. I, I think you get a lot more, and you get less headache. Now, like I said, it ain't gonna save you from a crazy broad. If the broad is crazy, that bitch crazy. She crazy. If the dude is crazy, that nigga crazy. But it will slump somewhat because most people do want to keep it one hundred. Most people want to. So a woman will say, you know what? Yeah, he did tell me that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll let you know, you know what I'm saying? They'll let you know, like, you know, you did tell me, all right, I, I ain't going to, you know, I ain't going to trip out on you or nothing. And they'll let you know, they'll say, you know what, yeah, you told me that, I'm going to go ahead and go this way because I'm getting my feelings hurt. So it it, go, it cuts both ways. It cuts both ways. Yeah, no doubt. So with the name Tim yeah. the Bartender, I have to assume that you used to be a bartender at some time? Oh, dude, it's crazy. Look, look, hey, the, um, I was on a 
the Tim the bartender is what started it for me, and it, it was like this, man. I was I had a uh, regular personal Facebook page like most people, and every night, man, I used to just be like, I just say a little joke, like, yeah, um, I I name a drink, and then I name something real short quip about relationships, like, you know, rum and coke, um, you know, always check under the mattress because women like to leave little treats, little little secrets or whatever. Tim the bartender. And somebody I used to somebody I used to work with was like, Tim, you should go ahead and try to see if this has legs. Now one of the companies I used to work for had a lot of entrepreneurs out of that out of that set. Um the name of the company was Revolution Health. I don't even know if they're still around there. But you may know of a company called Living Social. Those guys, which is sort of like Groupon, those guys went on to form that company. So they, like, always came up with new ideas and, like, venture capital shit, whatever. So I'm, like, cut from that cloth as far as doing innovative shit. So they was like, Tim, one of the dudes was like, Tim, you should go and see if this will work for you. Maybe you'll be, you'll be the next big thing if you do this shit. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to try it. Tim the bartender is a catchy name. Do use it on some show. I heard it before. Uh, people liked it. It, it kind of, like, had a little momentum. But nah, man, I never bartended. In fact, dude, I haven't even drank in the last eight months. <laughs> I don't even drink no more, man. Wow, what's up with that? Nothing, man. Like, I like start looking at my health and say, you know what, man? When you work from home, it's different. See, I don't know what you do, but if you work from home, you have too much access to alcohol if you drink. You know, it's like you at home all the time. It'd be different if I if I was still like on the grind, going out the house all the time, like always ripping and running, maybe stop off and have a drink. But if you go to the store and you bring bottles home, that's not good to, like, have bottles that's just sitting there while you're working. Or, you know, I can't be focused and drink at the same time. It's like, first of all, you can't get on camera and do videos that way. I can't write that way. I just It just didn't benefit me, you feel me? So that's why I, like, said, you know what? I, I stopped smoking, like, two years ago. Let me stop drinking too. So I just did, man. I was and I was glad. I was like, "Ooh, I'm glad I ain't alcoholic." I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? If I could just stop like that, and I did. I just stopped. So I'm like, "All right, cool, bet." <laughs> I right, straight. That's a good thing. Same thing with cigarettes. You just all of a sudden just stopped. It didn't take a little while for you to quit that habit. Well, cigarettes. Oh man, um, dude. Yeah, that was that was much harder than the alcohol. But they both kind of go hand in hand if you do them both. I think it's probably best to stop both. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, cigarettes was a much harder fight, man. But, hey, I kicked it without without the patch. You know, I just kind of, like, did the same thing, man. I, I'm, I have a strong will. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And I just tell myself, that's it. You can't do that no more. That's it. I'm done. I cannot spend money on this. I will not buy this. I will not associate in the beginning, you know, you can't associate with anybody who does it because that's not good. But, yeah, man, I made a decision. That was it. All right. Word. All right. So what do you want to talk about next on your, your show? You figured out right Oh, fam, what I did, man, is uh, I kind of reached a point now, Hater, where I feel like I got enough momentum where I could start going at guests like you're doing now. I feel like I have enough momentum where I could start making it less about me and start interviewing people. You know, every week, that's what I'm looking to do. So my last podcast was sort of like an announcement to my people. Like, look, 
No more just the Tim, Tim Black show. No more of that shit. I need to start interviewing people, pulling them on my podcast, and making it about whatever that topic is and getting more interaction. For one, it's too much damn work to carry an hour. My, my, my podcast used to be like 45 minutes to an hour. That's a lot of damn time to be talking about, you know, just talking shit. <laughs> so I'm like, that's too much work, man. Hey, I used to do a video version of that, hater. But I was like, come on, man, this is too much work. So, yeah. Yo, brother, you know what? I'm glad you said that. Let me let me jump in real quick. I'm glad you said that because I'm a definite believer and advocate for um, short podcasts. Nice. An hour is a long time to talk about anything. I believe in keeping shit short and abbreviated. You have a great appreciation for people who can just do short podcasts. It's like 20, 30 Right, right, right. Yeah, in fact, I checked out one of your podcasts, the one uh, – I think you were rating a few black podcasts or had black in the name. And I liked your flow. That's why, that's why I said, hey, I, I, I'll agree to do this because I liked your little flow. I liked your, uh, your presence. And the, uh, it was interesting. But in your podcast, you said it. Hey, man, I like short podcasts. And I think it's in your mind you got to get over the idea that you got to do an hour. It's like it was in my head for whatever dumb reason, for real, that an hour was what I had to do. But once I changed that, I said, man, fuck, I could do a 30 minutes. Or I could do 25 minutes. Whatever I do, I'll do the podcast as long as it needs to be done. And not a minute more. You feel me? Oh, no, I definitely feel you. And it reminds me of something that I heard another podcast. And she said that a podcast is whatever you want it to be, which means your shit can be whatever you want to create it to be, to be as long as you want it to be. We got so many people following the motherfucking formula that doesn't need to be followed by everybody. You put in right. hours worth of space, we ain't talking about shit. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And, and um, and, and th- just letting you know that you make your own rules, man. Ain't no rules to this game. You feel me? None. Nah, I, I definitely feel you, brother. Ain't no rules to this game at all. It's like your podcast. You can do whatever you want to do, and people who feel you will, will jump on board and listen to you. I mean, because the objective of a podcast, first of all, is to grab people's attention from the beginning. And you, right. if your shit is an hour long, trust me, they're going to be skimming through it. Then you ain't going to hold everybody's attention for an hour. I don't care how great you are or what you're talking about. You ain't going to hold everybody's attention for an hour. Put a 20-minute podcast, just break it up in segments. Do 20 minutes this time, 20 minutes next time, 15 minutes, whatever. You're going to guarantee to hold their attention for that length of time because it ain't that long. Right, right. So, yeah, so I'm glad, I'm glad I woke up to that, man, and started changing my format, man. And, and now that I'm going to bring in other people, more interesting people than me, I mean, just keep it real, man. It's not all about us. It's about whatever the subject is. It's about the, the interesting things that you can ask other people. You know, it's, it's like you said, man, it's not just about trying to be a star. It's about making other people the star. It's, I want to bring, dude, I want to interview Stephanie Mills, dog. I want to interview uh, a Tribe Called Quest, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to talk to, I want to, talk to everybody. You feel me? I want to bring people back. I want to bring back uh, Dougie Fresh. I want to was the last time someone talked to Dougie Press? So now that I'm at like the 30K mark, man, like combining all my media shit together, I like I reached like 30,000 people. I'm like, you know what? Now I got a big enough platform where I can say, plus the Dr. Phil shit, when that shit airs, I'll be able to say, look, let me in the door. That's all I want. I just want to be able to talk to people and then not hang up immediately. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's my goal, son, is to be able to talk to people and then take the call. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Like I told my people, I said, look, I don't expect to be a star off this shit. I just want to get in the door where they say, oh, you okay. What's up, dog? And, then, and let me, and give me that 30 seconds to say what I'm about or that 30 seconds to pitch a deal to them, my idea. You know, that's that's all I look for. Nah, definitely, brother. So do me a favor to help your situation out. Give out your social media information so folks can contact you and just follow your shit. That's what's up, fam. Look, man, you guys can catch me on uh, YouTube. Just type this in your search browser, I am timblack.com. I point that to whatever's hot for me at the moment. Right now I'm pointing that to my YouTube channels. I have a website called timthebartender.com. I'm on everything that's Tim Bartender. Holler at me on, man, hell. I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Vine. I'm on, on Mercat, where I stream live shit every day. I, I stream live. You should check that out too, hater. Um, any, any, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm on Snapchat. I'm everywhere, baby. I can't. It's easier to ask me where I'm not than to ask me where I am. You feel me? Tim Black, a.k.a. Tim the Bartender. All right, that works for me, brother. I appreciate you taking out time for me, and I uh, wish you whatever you choose to do. I mean, like you said, that shit happens. It's going to happen, so I look forward to everything that you have. That's what's up, man. Thanks for having me. I'll holler at you. All right, brother. Take care. You too. Great.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.